Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 18 of the Internet Beer Users Podcast. My name is Nick Pro, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Jay Torres. Jay, what's going on? Hey, man, nothing much. Uh, just hanging out here on a Monday, crazy weekend, Mother's Day weekend. Um, did you do anything for Mother's Day? Yeah. Uh, just hung out with the mothers, so uh, <laughs> obviously <laughs> family stuff. Yeah, just uh, just yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But you know, just hung out. Nothing crazy. Um, it was a good time, just spending time uh, with the family. Watched the Warriors oh, yeah. game, which is the nails. I know. I don't know if you caught it. Yeah, it was like, oh man. So um, really exciting start to the Western Conference Finals. So uh, game two is tomorrow. So everyone's really looking yep, forward yep. to that. And. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll be able to come out and I don't want to say take advantage of the Leonard injury because uh, those of you who are listening and when you're listening to this, game two will have already right. passed. So go all the way back to game one. And if you follow basketball or if you're, you know, pay attention or, or just care at all, um, you'll have noticed or you, you will have seen that uh, Kawhi Leonard, the star player for the San Antonio Spurs, was injured uh, game one. And the funny thing about that was that he it was already on his ankle, which he had a previous injury on. And uh, a certain play happened. He was close to his bench. And he actually um, kind of twisted his ankle or tweaked it over one of his own uh, teammates. Yeah. And he kind of like ran it off. And then I think the very next play or even maybe two plays after that, uh, our center, Zaza Pachulia, went up to block uh, and contest his three-point shot. And the way that he landed, um, Zaza, when he, when he landed after jumping up to contest the shot, Leonard actually landed wrong, I guess, to compensate for Zaza being too close to him. And really messed up his ankle really, really bad. And there's a uh, there was a big fallout following that. And especially today, I listen to a lot of like uh, local uh, sports talk radio in the car here and there. And there's just been, and even on the internet, of course, Twitter and ESPN and, and yeah. everything. And yep. um, a lot of debate in terms of, did he do it on purpose? Was it a dirty play, et cetera, et cetera. So um, really, uh, I guess you could say tensions are high. The drama is, is at an all-time high right now leading into game two. So um, I know I just went on a complete Warriors tangent there. So I do apologize for any of you that are not Warriors or basketball right. fans <laughs> out there. Uh, but needless needless to say, I am worked up. I'm excited. Um, you know, finals are yeah, bust, baby. Yeah. So um, it's it was definitely, I guess you could say, it's definitely a very exciting Mother's yeah, Day weekend. Cool, cool. Good to hear. Um, what about... What about you? For yeah, for myself, uh, actually, my wife she was away. She took another business trip down to Southern California, so um, didn't get to spend Mother's Day with her. But by the time she got back, um, mm. we had Mother's Day dinner. So I, I cooked a, a pretty hefty meal for for the four of us. Uh, we celebrated when she got back. Oh. Yeah, and um, actually, nice. um, you know, on a tech related note, I actually got her for Mother's Day. I got her an iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil. As gifts for Mother's Day. What? <laughs> what? You are, man. You get number one husband of the year award, man. <laughs> well, it was like the nine point nine point seven Pro, thirty two gig, gold. Wow, um, nice. Actually, got a decent deal. It was refurbished, so you know it's basically brand new. Um, 
comes with nice. comes with the standard one year warranty. So and and saved a couple of bucks. So yeah, and and she gets to use it for her um for her business. So kind of a mm-hmm. two birds with one stone uh, present for her uh, appreciation for all the stuff that she does, and she gets to use it for her business. So hey. yeah, um, yeah, was that's glad awesome, to man. To yeah, right on, right on, man. That's great. And refurbished. I mean, I'm a really big fan of that. Um, I probably don't purchase enough Apple products that are refurbished. Quite honestly, I should do that a lot more than I than I do. But um, I, I'll never forget it. We've talked about it on the show, and I don't know if I mentioned it the time where we talked about it. But when I bought the very first iPod, it was actually refurbished and oh, um, nice. yeah. worked like a charm. It was great. Yeah, so, you, yeah, you can, yeah. Definitely. You can find some good deals on the refurbished store if you just. Uh, look around and wait. Yep, absolutely. For sure. Well, Jay, I th- I thought we would talk about uh, a very s- s- talking about drama and hot topics um in the beer world, uh there was really big news last week and it concerned uh AB InBev essentially freezing craft breweries out of purchasing South African hops. And we will have a link in the show no- show notes for all of you to uh check out uh, it's a really uh, good article. I encourage everyone to read it. A lot of great information in there. And essentially, uh, the big highlight of the article is that, again, AB InBev, for those of you who are not familiar, Anheuser-Busch InBev, uh, essentially, it's a it's a huge national conglomerate that owns Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, et cetera, a ton of uh, global beer brands across uh, the nation. Right. They actually own about 28% of the global beer market and about 40 to 45% of the U.S. beer market the last time that I checked. I couldn't find a, a 2017 statistic, but I found a 2015 one that uh, pegged it at about 45%. And I know that it's been kind of, it's been dropping, which is a little part of this narrative. Um, but anyway, those are the uh, the numbers there. But anyhow, they announced, AB InBev, that they would be commandeering uh, the entire stock of South African hops that SAB Hop Farms, which they own a considerable interest in, produce for this year's hop harvest. Um, South Africa, believe it or not, produced quite a a bit of the percentage of hops used in beer um, in general, and it actually came in at about 1.81 million pounds, and that was actually more than the United States on the whole when excluding Oregon, Washington, and Idaho. So obviously there's, there's, there's a caveat there, but... Really big right. number, and um, you know, especially in terms of uh, the beer world and and hot hops, if you will, South African are amongst you know the the trendiest, the hottest, or, or whatever you want to call it. And really, you're probably asking yourself there, you know, what does this mean? Um, are these hops that important? Well, it, it turns out that many of our favorite local breweries and even just you know small independent craft breweries across the country were very much involved in using these hops, purchasing these hops, using them in their beers. And, you know, Cellar Maker, I talk about them a lot, them being one, heavily uh, had been using. They haven't been doing it as of late, but um, definitely last year, 2016 and 2015 as well, I saw quite a bit of beers that used some uh, South African hops. Uh, another one that comes to mind is Other Half Brewing in uh, New York City that uh, used quite a bit of them. And I thought, as I do, a lot of times when discussing news and things of this sort, I thought, what better way to express the impact 
um, of this news on the breweries that we know and love than to hear it straight from the horse's mouth. So I have some tweets here. Uh, the first set of tweets, and they'll be in the show notes as well, is from Modern Times Brewing in San Diego. And I'll just go ahead and just, it's just four tweets. I'll go ahead and read them. Um, it starts with, don't think macro brew acquisitions matter. Today we learned AB InBev is cutting off all indie breweries from buying South African hops. When AB InBev merged with SAB Miller, they took over the SAB hop farms in South Africa. Now those hops will only go to acquired breweries. So we hope you enjoyed the beers that you have had with Southern Passion, J17, etc. Those these are the hops that we're referring to. Some of the best hoppy breweries in the country were using these. Next time you consider buying beer from AB InBev and their zombie breweries, I really like that one. <laughs> we hope that you'll take this extreme and and this this I really liked. Well, we hope that you'll take this extreme dickishness into consideration consideration. So, um <laughs> some strong yeah. words from modern times. Yeah. And um, I like I like the follow up here. A lot of breweries weighed in on this, but of course, let's hear from Cellar Maker. Um, think AB InBev purchases don't matter for the craft beer industry? Uh, question mark. All South African hops have been allocated to AB InBev high end brands. Quotes. <laughs> Support supporting AB InBev's fake craft brands fuels this fire. Cutting off ingredient supply to any brewers is wrong. Hashtag independent brewer there's nothing high-end about it please consider where you spend your hard-earned dollars ownership matters on to the next cool hop we've got a full palette here's some news we've got a full palette of south african hops left should still be in beers for about a year or so enjoy them while they last i suppose so um yeah you know the fallout is coming in uh loud and strong here from uh from some of our favorite breweries jay and, you know, really in, in looking at it and, you know, let me just kind of stop here and um, just kind of chat a little bit about AB InBev a little bit more for those that aren't aware. Um, obviously, they own Budweiser, you know, Bud Light, Shock Top, Stella, some of the more well-known brands. But a lot of folks may not be aware that they actually own really a lot of breweries that were once locally right. owned independent craft breweries. Yeah. Um, these include uh, Golden Road out of LA, Elysian, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, they're up in Seattle, I believe, or Washington, uh, Ten Barrel, Goose Island, uh, huge one, and most wi uh, recently, Wicked Weed out of North Carolina. Uh, that was also part of the big news right. from last week that they were acquired by AB InBev. Um, and, you know, throughout the years, and, and really you know, AB InBev, Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, whatever you want to call them, they've been really focused on this in, in the past probably about five years or so. They've been really kind of on a kind of a shopping spree, if you will, acquiring these these smaller breweries. And what I've what I've seen online and just in speaking with people in general is kind of one of two takes on this. And the first take is essentially, oh, that's fine. I don't care. As long as the beer maintains the quality that it had prior to the acquisition, then I'll drink it. Sure. I don't care. Cool. As long as it's good beer. Okay. Right. So that's kind of the, the first mm -hmm. one. The second one is, of course, I'm not going to support them anymore. They're owned by, you know, Anheuser-Busch, ABM, Bev, whatever. And they're not who I originally supported. And they're no longer the same company. They're not, they're no longer independently owned. Therefore, they no longer will receive my business. And to be quite honest, Jay, prior to this news, I didn't see... I didn't see the need to be that extreme. I kind of come from 
you know, uh, growing up around, you know, we've talked a lot about this growing up around macro beer and, you know, right. um, kegs of, of Budweiser, yeah. you know, throughout my life and Corona and this and that, and just that kind of just beer in general being ever present and, and really relatively in my life, at least personally speaking, craft beer is just, is kind of a, a new thing with me in my life. And it's, I've always been hesitant to be that harsh towards these brands and, and kind of this, you know, kind of this familiarity that I've had throughout my life. And, you know, honestly, Jay, with the news about the hop farms, it was really the first time for me personally, at least that I saw a direct impact on the breweries that I love right. on these craft in a craft independently owned local breweries that are making my favorite beer right now. And I saw that impact and I really saw the future essentially. And I saw kind of like the long game that I knew was there, but that kind of just came out with this news and slapped me in the face. And, you know, it, it's, it's at the end of the day, the harsh reality is, is that AB InBev through protecting their self-interest is actively trying to destroy the independent craft beer game. Yeah. Period. Um, yep. By supporting these brands. Yeah. By supporting these brands, you're, you're, you're contributing to this, no matter how you slice it really is, is what it is. And honestly, it's really, caused me to really take a hard look at my beer drinking, beer buying habits, and to really be a lot more diligent uh, about not supporting these brands. Whereas before I'd be a lot more lenient and say, Hey, if it's there, I'll drink it. Um, and Jay, you know, we were talking about this offline and it's to the point now where, you know, where again, whereas before I'd say, Oh, if that's all that there is, sure, whatever, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll have it. You know, I'd rather have beer than no beer. Well, now it's to the point where it's like, I'd rather drink wine or liquor or not exactly. drink at all then support support AB InBev, um, you know, moving forward because that's that's what they want to do. And and there's no two ways about it. I mean, it's no accident that they've been on the shopping spree. It's no accident that craft beer has been hitting them hard in terms of their percentages and, and market share and whatnot. And, you know, it's it's the old saying, you know, you speak you speak with your with your dollars or you speak with what you buy. And, and it's really, it's really hitting home with this. So, um, so that was my take. That was me on my soapbox there, Jay. Um, what are your thoughts? What, what's your take on this whole situation? So I'm, I'm, you know, I pretty much agree with you. Same thing. Um, I think what AB InBev is doing here is truly despicable. I mean, when they were buying up the craft breweries, I was like, okay, fine. You know, they bought up Goose Island and, and Golden Road. And, you know, I looked at those, those you know, they were once craft. And I, I thought to myself, like, okay, if I had a brewery and I was doing fine and, you know, AB InBev or some other huge conglomerate came to me and said, hey, we want to buy your brewery. We'll pay you this much. You can keep creative control. Just keep doing what you're doing. But you have our resources to keep doing what you're doing. I'm like, okay, am I selling out? Sure, but I get to keep control <laughs> of whatever whatever I'm doing. That's that's fine, yeah. and that that was kind of like my view of AB and Bev was like, okay, they want to acquire craft brewer, breweries and and whatever build up market share, whatever. That's fine, but this move that they're doing, effectively preventing other craft brewers from acquiring you know certain hops because they own the land or the farms that that produces these hops. You know, I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna sugarcoat that. That's fucked up. Like truly beyond effed. Because these are. If you think about it, these are mom and pop, or you know, a bunch of buddies making beer, and you know, they're sourcing hops. They want to just make the best beer that they can. And 
for a huge company to effectively say, nope, this is ours. I'm taking my ball and going home. That is not cool. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of room for everyone to make good beer. I mean, you know, you know, it's it's tough for me because, you know, I was a fan of Goose Island. Um, now, you know, ABM mm-hmm. have bought them, and and now because of all the, you know, before I was fine drinking Matilda every once in a while, but now, after mm-hmm. this, you know, like you said, you know, vote with your dollars. I'm I'm probably not, I will not buy any beer from any AB InBev owned uh, brewery because that's, it's, it's not cool at all. I mean, um, what was I going to say? Yeah. And yeah. And Jay, I mean, just like you said, I mean, I was, again, I was definitely, I was in that camp and, and it's, you know, it's, I'm glad you brought up Goose Island because I think that just in terms of what I've observed in, in people talking about all these things, that's been kind of the one that tends to come up or at least, one of their products that tends to come up more so than others. And that is of course the, um, God, and the name bourbon, just escaped. Yeah. The stout that comes bourbon out every year. County. Yeah. The bur- BCBS bourbon County. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, that's the first one. And people are just like, whatever, I'm going to still yeah. buy it. And it's just like, cool. Y- yeah. It's still great. It's still highly sought after, you know, it's, it's one of the you know best beers out no matter who owns it or who produces it. But at the end of the day, you're contributing towards them systematically taking out the craft beer game at the end of the day, no matter how you slice it. So it's just, it's just crazy to think about in that way, but it's happening. Um, I was thinking, uh, I was listening to a podcast earlier today and it was about how the guy from Whole Foods, how he started his, his business. And um, Mm. it's crazy. If you think about it, like when I was growing up, you know, we shopped at Lucky, um, Albertsons, whatever, mm-hmm. Safeway, and no one really cared where their food came from. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, they started in Austin, Texas, and they started slowly expanding throughout the country. And then people started to care about where their food came from, how their food was grown. People cared, so they voted, you know, they, they wanted to seek out this type of food, so they shopped at these type of stores, mm-hmm. Whole Foods, uh, Trader Joe's, I don't even know if that's, uh, you know, like, on the same level as Whole Foods or Mother's Market. So, you know, people mm-hmm. cared about this stuff. So they would buy foods from Whole Foods and they would effectively vote with their dollars. And I'm telling yeah. my friends, I'm telling our listeners, vote with your dollars. Buy craft, yep. buy independent, f- big beer. Um, let's show them that we're not going to stand <laughs> up for this because that is, that is, that is such, it's immature. They're, taking their ball and going home it's it's ridiculous them (laughs) i got a lot of i got a lot of editing to do uh when this went before this yeah i don't care it's all good it's all good exactly exactly and you know what um you know listeners please hit us up on instagram or twitter um you know the accounts are at uh at ibu podcast give us your thoughts give us you know what you think about everything uh what you're gonna do moving forward are you in the the former camp that is just all about good beer regardless of who makes it or are you with the latter camp in joining us in a ab imbev chant (laughs) (laughs) yeah well jay uh you know what we're getting really riled up here Uh, i've worked up a thirst i don't know about you so i think it's time to move in to our yes let's do that please Right on. So today we have a new brewery, 
and I've been seeing a lot about them online. Been really uh, looking forward to trying out some of their beers, and that is the Vale Brewing Company. Uh, the Vale's I- the Vale is based out of Richmond, Virginia, and they've actually been around a little over a year now, um, and opened in uh, April 2016, from what I saw doing some research. And really made a name for themselves. Uh, again, just uh, constantly see their beers on Instagram, online. A lot of them get super high marks. Um, I got a few in a trade. I actually got their two latest Monkish collaborations. One of them is a quadruple dry hopped double IPA, which I'm really looking forward to, uh, called In Sync. And uh, obviously a play on, you know, In Sync, the band or whatever. And it's kind of the font. The font kind of reminds me of that on the on the design. It's a little bit reminiscent of their of like the Instinct nice, logo, nice. kind of. I might be I might be tripping. I don't know. Maybe somebody correct me out there if I'm wrong. But the cool thing about the logo, uh, excuse me, the label is for this particular beer is that they actually applied it upside down. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. So and it's kind of like pouring down. It's like a um, it's kind of it looks like liquid kind of being poured down a drain. Oh. In sync, S I N K. I get so, it. Yeah, dumb, dumb. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, so the veil. Uh, hey, jokesters over there. So anyway, that one's with Monkish. The other one they did with Monkish was Lauderhouse Sessionables, which is actually a whip beer, which is really cool nowadays with collabos. They tend to all be IPAs or double IPAs. Um, so a little bit lighter, right? So that yeah. that one is uh, definitely intriguing as well. Um, and I did try their master shredder cubed which is a really cool name um which is a triple dry hopped um it's their triple dry hopped house ipa which i really like because it's a low alcohol percentage it can't it comes in at like 5.5 but the flavor is like off the charts i mean it tastes like it, it, it really legit tastes like a double ipa um in terms of the flavor they were able to accomplish so anyway um really impressed with the veil uh, thus far, we got a can here today of a beer by the name of Casual Drinks. And Casual Drinks is an 8.5 double IPA hopped intensely with Citra and El Dorado. Very soft, virtually no bitterness, and a nice one to enjoy with friends. So what better beer to have for our show beer today, Jay? Oh, are you my friend? <laughs> <laughs> Will you be my friend, man? Yeah, I've never heard of the Veil Brewing until you uh, gave me this beer. So I'm, yeah, excited to try this out. Um, I don't, yeah. I don't think I've ever had a beer from let's, uh, Virginia. Let's give it so. a, yeah, Virginia. Yeah, I can't off the top of my head. I, I don't think I have either. So yeah, we're, we're looking forward to this one. So let's give it a go. And. Already smell that, yeah, right at the first pop there. Ooh. So coming in, man, yeah, looks great. Ooh, that, yeah, oh yeah, that is just coming that is through. Super just, uh, smell comes through like super yeah, strong. It's, the, it's very, very pungent. Yeah, very pungent. Um, so the smells coming through on the pour. You get a beautiful, uh, just kind of a, a nice golden, thick golden murky color. Yeah. Very hazy, yeah. very northeast. Um, great looking head. Uh, looks awesome. Yeah, that is your pour looks nice. My pour looks nice either. The head is 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 right on point. Um, yeah, it's murky. Yeah, no, that's... can't see through it at all. Um, do they? Is it a northeast or is it just a double IPA? I I would definitely classify this as a northeast. 
any Northeast okay. New England. They're not. Is Virginia New I England? Don't <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I've I've probably flunked uh, geography. I'm you know so don't fault me on that. But yeah, no, just a tr- very classic. Um, again, New England Northeast. Uh, just look to it. Uh, the aroma is just just fruit blasting yeah. through tropical fruits. I'm getting a lot of. Um, Getting some pineapple there, giving some, getting some guava on the. Aroma. It's crazy how, how this smells. It's it's, mm. the fruit definitely comes through, but pungent. You know that was the first thing that came sure. to my mind when I first. Had. Yeah, and you don't think of those two together yeah. when you first think of fruit and pungent. Yeah, and and you know the reason I said that is because last few shows or so, and I'm thinking of the curiosity, for example, on our previous show, it took a bit for the for the aroma to come through. Yeah kind of to to come through the head and this is it was just like woof it just and you know by the way um these are nice and fresh um i have mine canned on 512 so we're drinking these we're drinking these nice and am i looking at that correctly is it that yeah 512 was it what's today the the 15th 17th the 15th that doesn't seem right it is the 15th mine says the second the yeah. second, yeah, I was like, well, I don't think they're that fresh. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's you know what it was is the zero kind of yeah. turned into a one on mine. So I was like, that doesn't look right. <laughs> so I guess that's how excited I am. So anyhow, um, yeah, this looks awesome, Jay. Uh, we've been kind of working ourselves into exactly. a tizzy here. I think we need yeah, a drink. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. Oh man, that's great. Mm-hmm. It's smooth. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's um. Oh man, that is that is very good. Wow, Oof. I'm impressed. Tan- yeah, I'm getting like orange tangerine. Oh, pineapple. Like really, orange tangerine pineapple. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> mm. this is so good. Awesome mouth, awesome mouthfeel substantial in the mouth goes down super smooth no harsh aftertaste no. um I'm, I'm definitely getting some dankness yep. from the hops here but very low bitterness if any i mean it's just you're just getting that just kind of that pure hop profile if you will without that without that harshness so and they really they you go yeah 8.5 percent you I totally forgot it was 8.5%. It does not come through at all. It's it's super smooth. No. It's very drinkable. No way. Wow. This is mm, this is great. Just um mm. your reaction to Mumford mm-hmm. when we had 90s R&B. I the same reaction for me. It's like I'm super mm-hmm. impressed. My first Vale Brewing uh beer. I'm going to look out for them more. Mm. That's great. They're doing some awesome stuff out there. Um at the Vale, super impressed with this and folks we're going to do something different today if you've been listening to the show for the past what is it 17 yeah, episodes 17. i can't believe we're on episode 18 that's crazy it's just blowing my mind <laughs> i can't believe it um yeah <laughs> almost at 20 um we're gonna do something a little different we are going to um enjoy the rest of our cans throughout yep. the show really give it a full analysis all right and give you our final rating at the close of the show. There you go. So stay tuned. 
All right. So um, going to our next topic, which is our tech topic, um, something that um, that I've you know kind of taken an interest to semi recently, and um, especially with the release of the iPhone Seven. Is mm-hmm. the te- our tech topic for this week is Bluetooth headphones and accessories, but more more Bluetooth headphones. Um, so, Bluetooth headphones they're not they're not new. They've actually been around a while, and they really came into the the mass public's attention when the iPhone Seven came out. Now, if you remember, it famously when it when it was released, it did not have a headphone jack and. Prior to the release, there were rumors, and people were in denial. They're like, "No, Apple can't do that." <laughs> you know what? What's going to happen to the headphones that I use now? My headphones will be useless. And and one, the first thing that came to my head when when people were saying that was like, "You you people are, are, are idiots. You people need to calm down, right?" <laughs> and I'll I'll bet a hundred bucks that those same people who were complaining. Were the same people who used the headphones that came with their phone, right? Like they didn't right. they didn't pay anything to, to for their headphones. They're just the ones that came in the box, and they were like losing right. their losing their pants because they couldn't use them with the new iPhone. Um, so right. yeah, when the iPhone Seven came out, it actually came with a new pair of headphones, and instead of the the standard three three point five millimeter headphone jack. Uh, it was the lightning port that you would plug in. And then, um, you know, yep. then people were like, oh, I can't charge and listen at the same time. Oh, my God, what's going to happen? Yeah, it everything turned out fine. Um, life went on as normal, as they say. Uh, as yeah, normal. yeah. Um, so, but the question is, what if you, what if you're like me and you didn't like the headphones that came with the, came with your phone? And for those people, I feel for you, you guys are my people. Uh, the packing headphones that came with every iPhone, and even back to the you know the iPod days, they never fit in my ears. I don't know if I have like messed up ears or whatever, but they they never quite fit right. They would always they, I I jam them in, and then if I would like turn my head this way that way, they would just fall right out for whatever reason. I'm I'm with you, bro, 100. percent And it's actually let me just let me be clear here. The previous style before the what what do they call earpods? Mm-hmm. Earpods, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So the previous ones that they used for years, those actually fit my ears great for whatever reason. And then they made the earpods more ergonomical yeah. for your ear canal or whatever the hell they called it. Um, and those like fall out constantly. So I'm I'm yeah I'm with you on that 100% Jay. But oddly enough, I still want the <laughs> earpods just because they're so cool looking, you know. So I'm just kind of hoping that. Somehow, magically, those fit into my ears better. But anyway, yeah, I yeah, we'll, so continue, we'll get to continue. that. We'll get to that. Um, so yeah, I I've always used third party headphones uh, and and earbuds, and uh, I use the the Apple in ear ones, the ones that didn't come in the box, but um, they were they were you could buy them. I think they were like thirty forty five bucks, and they had the little. Um, I don't know what you call them. They had the different fittings that you jam into your ear. So depending on how big your ear hole was, um, <laughs> you would uh, pick the correct size. Those ones were were great for me. I love those things. Um, mm-hmm. But I finally got my first pair of Bluetooth uh, 
headphones in in 2015 and they were some mm -hmm. cheap pair that i got on amazon on amazon for like 20 bucks i just wanted something wireless uh something i could use at the gym and they were fine mm -hmm. you know they work they're wireless um but they weren't great um so after after those i actually got a pair of jabra move uh on ear headphones um actually my brother mm -hmm. he handed them down to me and these <clears throat> these mm -hmm. retail for for about a hundred bucks and if you think about it, hundred bucks is not, I mean, it's expensive, but it's not, you know, you're barely waiting into like the, for Bluetooth. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, yeah. not too bad. bad I mean, you look at, uh, yeah. Bose, uh, the Q C 35s, those are like 400 bucks. So hundred bucks is not bad. Yeah. And they were actually, you know, pretty great. Uh, they look nice. Uh, they fit well, they're Bluetooth. Um, but as I started to use them more, it started falling apart. Uh, the ear cushions, you know, the little cushy parts that that pad your ear, mm -hmm. they started coming apart at the seams. And I was like looking at them closely, like, dude, these things aren't even stitched together. They were just like super glued together. Um, mm. And and at one point, one of the ear uh, the ear pieces, like it it came unhinged from the from the headband. So I had to get it replaced uh, via warranty. Mm. So I was like, oh man, these aren't actually great at all. So um, fast forward mm. to. Last week, for my birthday, my wife, she actually got me a pair. I'm using them right now. Um, not in wireless mode, but um, she got me a pair of Beats Solo 3 wireless headphones. Um, mm. And uh, so far, I mean, I've only had them for a week, but they're, they're miles ahead of, of the, anything else I've ever had before. So uh, Apple, nice. Apple, Apple bought Beats, the company, back in 2014. And, and back when that happened, you know, they... People thought they were mainly buying them for the for their music service. Uh, they they had you know they had their headphones, but you know music uh, you know streaming services were like starting to become more popular. And they a lot of people thought they bought Beats mainly for their music service, and you know it ended up turning into Apple Music. But they also got a you know a pretty healthy headphone business on the side. And the the first real byproduct of these two companies were. Uh, these Beats Solo 3 uh, wireless headphones, the, the on-ear ones, uh, the Beats X, and the Power, what do they call them? The, I got them for my wife, the, the wireless, the Power, mm. the Power Beats 3. I thought that, I thought, are you talking about the ones with the W1? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so they, they, they have, have three. three, plus the AirPods. Oh. So they have the Beats okay. Solo 3 wireless, okay. the Power Beats 3, and the Beats X. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, and you mentioned the W1 chip. It's basically a custom chip that Apple makes, and it combines Bluetooth and some other stuff, air quotes that that <laughs> Apple build builds uh, builds in, and it makes the uh, the Bluetooth experience so much better. Um, if if any of you have tried pairing Bluetooth accessories to a phone or anything you'll find that it's super frustrating. You have to make sure both things are turned on. Um, sometimes it'll ask mm -hmm. you for a code and you have to type it into your phone. And sometimes you got to yeah. do it once or twice before it actually correctly pairs. Um, when I first got yep. these uh, headphones, all you have to do is turn them on and like a little window pops up on your phone and it shows you the picture of your, your, your headphones and you just tap connect and then that's it. That's all you have to do, and you you don't Ooh. have to do that ever again. And and the cool thing about uh, 
these headphones with the with this W1 chip is that any other device that you're logged in with, like with your Apple ID or your iCloud account, you can automatically, you just switch over to, you can choose your headphones on that. So we have an iMac. You can choose the out sound output to be my headphones mm-hmm. and I don't have to do any pairing. It just knows that I've already paired it with my account and I just have to select those headphones from my iMac. And now I'm listening to my the sound coming from my iMac through my wireless headphones. It's seriously Man. it's the greatest. I mean that Yeah, that that just that has been to me with multiple devices, of course, that's been the number one thing that I've been super hyped about with the W1 chip and the earphones with that with with it in it. And I mean just being able to seamlessly switch between devices and just have to just select it on your device. I mean that's just that's got to be a game. Yeah, game. and and you mentioned on a past show um working out with your Apple Watch and and using Bluetooth mm-hmm. headphones. I I've, I've yet to try it, but now this gives me more of a reason to try it because I can easily switch from my phone to my watch and I'm going to load up music on my watch next time I go to the gym. I'm going to try it just my my watch and my headphones. Yeah, and you know what, Jay, I mean that was kind of what I was going to add to the mix here. Um, I have a pair of Jaybird X2s, so they're not the X3s, I believe they're called, the, the latest generation of them. Uh, I got them about about eight months ago or so, and I really just actually strictly use them for working out. And I've talked about it on the past show, but just like Jay mentioned, I have a playlist that I created on my iPhone. It's called Workout. I sync it to my Apple Watch, and it's a ma- it maxes out at about two gigs, so you got plenty of songs on there. So all the songs are stored on my Apple Watch. I then sync my Jaybird X2s to my watch, and I play my music through the- my watch on my Bluetooth earphones while I'm working out. And just the fact that I have no wires to worry about, I don't have to have an iPod or um, uh, you know an iPhone strapped to my arm or something yeah. like that, to me is just it's it's abs- it's priceless really um i cannot see myself working out uh with with something f- playing music any other way in terms of a pr- i mean obviously a boombox or sound system sure if you if you have that luxury wherever you're, it is you're working out and you can play music that way of course that's always going to be the easiest but if you're somewhere where you need to have earphones in whatever capacity to me, there's no better way to do it than currently than with, with than with the uh, the Apple Watch. So um, I'm a I'm a huge fan of that. And anyone out there that is considering Bluetooth earphones, um, obviously, like Jay said, it sounds like you're having a great experience oh, yeah. just using them with your with your phone and your devices around. But I, again, I say if you have an Apple Watch, that's the next level. If you listen to music while you're working out, I highly recommend that you check that out, and um, you'll never look back. Cool. I am looking forward to that. Um, so uh, just to yeah. keep uh, moving on. Uh, so Beats makes the Solo 3s. They make the Power Beats 3s and the Beats mm-hmm. X. Um, now, they also use the W1 chip in their AirPods. So this brings us now to the AirPods. Um, these were introduced this, at the same time as mm. the iPhone 7. And I looked it up before we started recording as we speak they still have a six week lead time if you try to order order them online which is crazy it's ridiculous that's crazy so they so the 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 phone and the airpods were announced um it was either september and they said that they were going to start shipping at the end of october and then you know 
October came and went, and they had to come out and say like, hey, they're at, we actually have to push these back to December. And I think I remember people were like, oh, are these going to come in time for Christmas? I think so, uh, pe- the, some of the first people who placed their first orders, they got them like right in the nick of time for Christmas. But that's when they first started shipping in December. Mm-hmm. And we're, what, it's uh, May 15th. You know, we're mm-hmm. almost six months after the release, they still have a six-week lead time. And, you Ugh. know, a lot of people are, are trying to figure out why why such a long lead time and honestly i think it's just really hard to engineer something with that much tech into something it's, that small that's got to be it yeah it's got to be it there's no other i mean i'm with you 100 percent, Jay. i mean there's no other to me there's no other reason i mean it's it's not it can't be resources no. right i mean it's i mean come on they're the, they ha- already basically have the the i don't want to say the internal components but the external yeah, components like they plastic, have all those yeah. the internal components yeah so it's it's you it's it has to be the assembly and just nailing that you know that that end result and like you said it's just so tiny and to work so well and so seamlessly and um, I'm sure you've seen it Jay they recently had some kind of a poll and I don't know who did it or anything like that but um, essentially the results were that the yeah. AirPods had the highest level of customer satisfaction for an Apple product. I would say ever, if not in the modern era, uh, but basically what they point out was it, it surpassed the iPhone, which prior to this new study coming out or this new poll was like unheard of, you know, this is the highest ever and the AirPods surpassed it. So that just speaks to how much people are fans of it uh, or them and just makes me want them more. To be quite it's funny because, uh, you know, my wife, she's like, so uh, what do you want for your birthday? And I'm like, well, I re- would really love a new laptop, but that's that's ridiculous. Don't get me a new laptop. Mm-hmm. But you know, mm-hmm. but she saw my raggedy old, you know, headphones. I was like, you know, I've been thinking about new headphones <laughs> and I was thinking about the AirPods. She's like, AirPods, those kind of make you look like a dork. Um, but you know, I've been listening to podcasts and other people's thoughts and, uh, I forgot who said it, but they were saying that it's the best new thing that Apple has made since the iPad. And I'm like, that is some pretty high praise. And I I get it. I understand, um, where, where these people might be coming from. You know, I don't have them obviously, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I have, I had the job removes and I use them on a plane or I use them, you know, wherever I go. The only thing I didn't like about them, and and you know, uh, you know, the same thing happens with these headphones. You know, it it kind of messes up my hair, and yeah, I'm, whatever. That sounds super <laughs> lame and vain, but like you know, I have this visible like, you know, crop circle or whatever you want to call it on, on my head well, from the headband. And if I had these AirPods, you know, they're just two independent things hanging in my ear. Um, so that part kind of appealed to oh, me. Um, but you know, I I like these these. Uh, beat solo threes um but yeah they like yeah i'm i i kind of want to try them just because you know i'm buying into the hype yeah no i you know i'm i'm totally totally buying into the hype um i definitely want a pair and i'm just so and let me just quickly share this let me finish my thought first of all (laughs) i'm just so like every time i go on the site and i see six (laughs) weeks i'm just like oh I just, oh, I can't accept it. I just get frustrated, and I'm just like, ah, I'm gonna look later and hope you know they catch up or whatever. But what I'm kicking myself to, kicking myself for to this day is about probably, I want to say about a month ago, maybe a month and a half, about six weeks I ago. Saw on, <laughs> yeah, about six weeks ago. I, I should have just ordered them. Would have had them by now. Anyway, 
Um, no, I was on like Mac Rumors or something, and I saw a thread where someone mentioned the fact that they noticed that on AT&T yes. they had yeah. the stock. And sure enough, just because I was like, oh, I went on there. And then I was like, oh, they have them. And I was like, oh, cool. you know. And I don't know what it was. I hesitated for some reason. I was just like, I don't know about buying like accessories from AT&T. It's so weird. I like to buy stuff direct from Apple. And you know, maybe you know, I'll check tomorrow or whatever. And I did do that. And then and they were sold out. And they haven't <laughs> been back in stock uh, no. since then. Since then. So I, I've been kicking myself ever since. And like you said, Jay, it was probably about six weeks ago. So I probably should have just ordered them online. No, I, I remember that story when it came out. Like, yeah, if you want to buy them, buy them from the AT&T yeah. online store. And I didn't. Mm-hmm. But I want to say maybe like a week or two ago, they, they came on the AT&T online store again. Yeah. They did? Oh, God, I missed it. It was like... It was like Ugh. I think I saw it on nine to five Mac, but uh, yeah, they they did the whole you know it was on eighteen the eighteen T online store, so uh, <laughs> going on right now, I'm going on right now, and if they're if they're if they're back in stock, just, all of you as my witness, I'm going to buy them it. right now. <laughs> right. So um, anyway, keep Jay continue on with your analysis. Uh, yeah, so I you know it would be nice to get a pair of AirPods, but uh, I'll let I'll leave it to Nick to to buy them and and test them out and give us his thoughts. Um, yeah, and then we'll just do it. We'll just do a comparison of the solo threes yeah. and the AirPods. There, there you go. There um, go. Yeah. Awesome. So, j- okay, one fifty nine. Add to cart. Sold online only oh, on AT and T right now. Available. <laughs> add to cart. Awesome. Uh, do I get a referral fee? A finder's fee for that commission? <laughs> and. I don't. What is going on right here? I can't. I can't. The thing's not popping up to place the order. Oh, you got to be oh, kidding me! Just kidding. It's not. Nope. No, I don't think they're available. Oh my! <laughs> Hold on. Let me see what. I, no, I'm gonna disable okay. it in a second though. But no, I think. I think. No, I think I'm gonna be able to figure it out. But anyway, you, you all will have to tune in next week and yeah. see if I was successful with this. So I'm gonna leave everyone on the cliffhanger. But believe me, if 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 I can figure this out here and get my browser in order. They're getting ordered right now. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. Anyways, just just to kind of finish up my thoughts on all this stuff. Um, from my experience with the with these solo, the, with the beat, uh, these beats, uh, the solo threes and the Jabras and the the cheap the cheap Amazon pair that I got, it you really do get uh, what you pay for. Yeah, I used to think that twenty to hundred bucks was the sweet spot for Bluetooth headphones, let alone any any type of headphones, but you know those those Jabra moves. They barely lasted a year. I quickly found that to be mm-hmm. false. So uh, the oh, wow. the experience and the bu- the build quality is is much much better with these Solo threes. Uh, just holding them next to my my old headphones, it's it's so obvious. Um, mm-hmm. The 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 ear pads or the cups, they're just higher quality. Uh-huh. Everything is stitched. It's not freaking glued together um the nice thing about these the beats ones they kind of fold so you can like you know they're they fold into a smaller package and they actually come with like a a nice little carrying bag that you can store them in um yeah Mm -hmm. it's you get what you pay for and um you know say what you want about sound quality I, i know a lot of people they like to clown on beats because you know oh they're just you're just paying for the name um the sounds not that great, you know. I I'm no expert. I'm no audiophile whatsoever, 
And honestly, I feel like it's like the hipster mm-hmm. thing to do to criticize Beats and their sound quality. Whatever. Um, I think they sound great. <laughs> they sound better than my, my job removes for, you know, take that for what it's worth. Um, you know, I'm not an expert, mm-hmm. but to me, the, I like these better than the Jabras. But, you know, I, I think they sound great. So whatever. F the haters. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, you know, Jay, I just wanted to ask and get, and just give me your opinion here, because honestly, I was really close to getting those as well, um, you know, when they first announced them, I was super excited for the W1 chip. And I was just kind of curious. Um, I currently use some super old Audio-Technica, just good old-fashioned wired uh, noise-canceling earphones. And I noticed that those ones do not have the noise-canceling. And I kind of paused, and I was like, well, I really like these. You know, I'm on a plane. Obviously, you, you haven't flown no. yet uh, using them, but... Um, how is the sound quality in terms of kind of drowning out ambient noise and and all that, if you will? Are you are you sa- are you pretty satisfied with all that? Well, see, see, my my use case is kind of different. You know, I do go on planes every once in a while, um, and I have I've mm-hmm. tried on noise canceling headphones. I've never owned a pair, mm-hmm. but my use case mm-hmm. is you know I'll walk I'll walk my kid outside and I'll yeah. usually listen to podcasts and. In those cases, I don't want to can. There's no use. Yeah, for I don't. I don't yeah. want to cancel oh, yeah. out the noise because I need to listen oh. to cars coming, or 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 yes. you know, you know, outs- yes. I need to hear you know stuff that's going on around me. So, I, it, you know, yeah. it would you know you, the, the, the Bose ones, the QC thirty fives, those look so nice, and but I don't fly often enough to to you know to justify me getting those. And and at three fifty or like four hundred bucks, mm-hmm. that's that's ridiculous. But you know those those are super nice. Yeah. Um, the one thing I for, I did forget to mention, um, phone calls. I you know obviously I I I work with these. I listen to music or podcasts while I'm working, and I'll get phone calls. Mm-hmm. With my previous pair of headphones, they absolutely sucked. I mean, I tried it once. Wow. And I'm talking about wireless mode, so Bluetooth mode. I tried it once with the Jabras. People were like, "I can't hear you. Are you, are you there? Uh, what happened?" <laughs> and I tried them out with these. Every phone call that I've taken wirelessly, no one can tell. And that mm. is just icing on the cake. Because, I mean, I, I don't know. I can take phone calls. And it's it's crazy because I just kind of gave up on take call, taking uh, phone calls with, with Bluetooth headphones. And I just was curious to try with these. And they work perfectly. And it... That that to me wow. was just icing on the cake. Oh yeah, no, that's that's awesome, man. No, I, I've I've again read a lot of great re- reviews for those as well, and you know the reason why I really want the AirPods personally um, on my end is in because I work in an office environment, and as it is now, what I do is I use a pair of wired um, earphones, and I have like these super talking about super old these super old. Um, gosh, I can't out. They're like Altec Lansing. They're one of those brands, or I forget which one. There's like they're like soup. They're like from the '90s computer speakers at my job, and um, <laughs> I they have one of those earphone jacks in the speakers, and I plug my wired old regular uh, ear pods into uh-huh. those, and they're not the longest cord, you know. So anytime that I have them in there, if I'm just doing just you know busy work and I'm just kind of zoning out. When I was zoning out, I'm focusing in, and I'm, I kind of want some music to kind of focus me and have some, you know, some background music and whatnot. 
I just, you know, I have to get up for something or kind of reach over for the phone or whatever it is. And there's the wire there, you know, and it's just like, ah, you know, it's just kind of just. Ugh. So I know what everyone's thinking. Okay, why don't you use your Jaybirds? But, you know, those Jaybirds, they're, if, you, if you've seen them before, if you're, you just Google them, whatever, they are the ones that have the wires the, or the wires, the wire that connects the two earbuds yeah. that goes in the back of your neck. So in that kind of a professional environment, at least in my opinion, that this, that subtleness to have the ear pods yeah. that are just directly in your ears is going to just be that much better for me in that particular environment. Yeah. And if my wife is listening <laughs> to this, she's probably listening to me saying that's absolute BS that's just your excuse. <laughs> you just want a new Apple product. And she's absolutely right. Okay. No, but I can I see your point because if if you're wearing something like this, it kind of it's that's kind of like the universal signal for don't bother me. Whereas like yeah. And you no no no, you're Jay, like I don't mean to cut you off, but you're exactly right because like you need to be aware of your yeah. surroundings when you're out with your kid. I need to be available to talk to, you know, my coworkers or the people on my team. You know, I can't kind of be like, boom, like you said, don't bother me. I'm working. I need to be, you know, at yeah. at, at a pullout exactly. of, of the AirPod. Like, yeah, what's yeah, up? Ex- yeah. What's going on? Yeah. So it, it, it definitely it definitely would be that style would be much more conducive to that that particular environment. Yeah. For, yeah. for me at least yeah anyways i love bluetooth bluetooth accessories bluetooth head headphones um you should you guys should get get a pair and and embrace the wireless life because it's it's awesome absolutely jay and i have tried to embrace <laughs> the wireless life wi- wireless life and i just got an alert no kidding i will read it we're sorry looks like this card won't oh. work please try Please try a different payment method or contact your card provider, what? and I will tell you. I will tell you why this is happening right now. This is crazy, but I know exactly why because it happened to me when I tried to order um, the iPhone Seven, and I've never talked about it on the podcast, and I won't get into a tangent here. But n- suffice to say, my AT and T account is at an old address. Oh. I cannot alter my billing address, and that billing address does not match my current billing address. For my credit card, I'm about to pull my hair out right now, but I will save that for after the show. <laughs> but next week, folks, next week, the saga will continue. Nick's AirPods, will he have them or not? Find out next show. <laughs> oh, man. Switch to T-Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. This is killing me. Anyway. Well, Jay... Uh, I think the time has come, speaking of suspense mm-hmm. and people uh, eagerly anticipating things from us. I think it's time for us to drop a rating on the Vale Brewing Company's Casual Drinks Double IPA. What are your thoughts, Jay? I, How is it coming? Are you done with the can? Do you got a little bit left? Yeah, I have a little bit left. I think um, I think your idea to to save it for the end of the show is genius because I've got you know, more time to, to enjoy it, to kind of figure out what my, my thoughts on this. And if yes. we were to rate this the way we did before, you know, at the beginning, I probably, 
oh man, I probably would have given it like a 4.5, 4.75, but shoot, man, I think I'm going to give it a perfect five. Um, wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Nice. Because. Nice. Nice. Because, um, wh- I mean, you heard my reaction at the beginning of the show. It, it's super good. Um, I was, you know, blown mm. away. It's a, you know, it's strong. I'm definitely feeling the effects of the 8.5% at this point. Yeah. Um, and yeah, definitely it, casual drinks. Enjoy it with friends. I've had a great conversation with you. I've had a great time <laughs> and it's all because of this beer and this, and, and just, just chatting with you about this stuff. And yeah. Well, five, five for me, man. It's, yeah. Crazy. I, I think we picked a good one for the show. Yeah. And I'm going to, it's funny. Um, sometimes we're right on. Sometimes we differ slightly. I'm going to agree with you on the initial thought, which was, um, I would have given this a different rating initially. And I think that, you know, doing it after the show really gives us time to really fully yeah. formulate what we're going to give it and what our opinion is and what our rating is. And I, and I think that we're going to continue to do that just moving forward. It just gives us a more accurate rating for our listeners. Um, and I'm going to kind of go in reverse. I was, if it would have been the start of the show, I would have given it a four, seven, five, maybe even a five. I mean, I was just like, woo, Whoa. you know, this is, this is, yeah, this is, this is amazing. This but. is great. I'm going to go, I'm going to take it, a, I'm going to take it a notch back. I'm going to give it a four or okay. five. I will explain okay. to you why. Um, very impressive double IPA. Alcohol is barely there. Super great mouthfeel. The fruit coming in is absolutely incredible. You know, pineapple, orange, tangerine, just blasting you um, in the face with those flavors. But in my opinion, as it started to warm, it's really started to get, I wouldn't quite say hot in terms of the alcohol coming in and being overpowering, but it has started for me personally to get a little overly sweet. And it there's not, I mean, I do taste a little bitterness as well, but it's funny because the bitterness that I'm getting is also is almost like, it's the alcohol um, burn starting to kind of rear its head. It's not quite. It's not, it doesn't burn. There's no alcohol burn. It's not. It's not hot, but I'm not getting a pleasant um, hot bitterness that counteracts the um, the sweetness from the beer. You know, and the overall sweet profile coming in. So I think that for me, if it would have started, if it would have started to improve a bit more and the flavors come together a little bit better then I would have definitely given it a four seven five maybe even a five but um to me I'm gonna I'm gonna settle in at a four or five right now and say overall super impressed with the veil looking forward to more of their beers and I will definitely report back on how the monkish collaboration is in sync um, definitely won't pour it out into the sink <laughs> please don't <laughs> I, no no I think I'm gonna <laughs> I think I'm gonna definitely give it a go and uh, also the um the uh, sessionables uh, wit beer um, for a little little change of pace. Yeah, so. yeah. Let us know. Let us know. We'll do. We'll do. All right, Jay. So in the meantime, where can folks uh, shoot you recommendations for Bluetooth earphones? <laughs> uh, uh, you can send them to. I'm on uh, Twitter. Uh, Nick Pro is my handle on Twitter. <laughs> I'm set on my 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 solo threes. So um, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you don't need you don't need them. <laughs> Don't give me no recommendations. Uh, at Jay Torres on Twitter and on Untapped as well. And you can check out my beer photos on Instagram at Bay Area Beer Life is my handle. 
Some good looking photos there, Jay. Let me tell you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> right on. All right. Well, uh, hit me up um, at Untapped at Nick Pro. Um, our show accounts can be found again on Twitter and Instagram at IBU Podcast. Uh, continue to subscribe. Continue to leave us reviews. Your thoughts on the show. We super appreciate those. Um, please keep them coming, folks. Uh, we're looking for ways to improve, different beers to drink, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, just, just again, uh, doing this for you out there, folks, and uh, always, always looking to give you guys a great show. So we really appreciate your thoughts and your feedback out there. Yeah, thanks everybody for for leaving reviews and sending us your emails and your comments on our Instagram account. Right on, right on. All right, Jay, until next time. Next time. Cheers. Cheers. That's funny. You mentioned like uh, Corona's was like the 90s and like the 80s Mm -hmm. was Budweiser. So um, when I was in grade school, my grandma used to pack my lunch for school every day. And um, she would usually pack a can of Pepsi, like whatever. I drank soda. (laughs) You know, it was the 80s, whatever. She'd pack a can of Pepsi. And like one day I go to school and she usually wraps it in foil because, you know, it's supposed to keep it colder. So I unwrap this can and it's a can of Budweiser (laughs) because my my grandma, (laughs) she she saw, you know, it's red. Pepsi is like red and blue and white or whatever. So I opened. Yeah, and it looked I, the same I, for a split yeah, second. Yeah, so I, I unwrapped. I was like, "Oh crap! It's a can of Budweiser. What do I do?" And all my friends were like, "Dude, you brought what beer grade? to school." I like, I didn't pack my lunch, <laughs> and then like, I didn't know what the heck to do. I think I forgot what I did. How old? Are, what what I grade was say it? I was like maybe fifth or sixth grade. That's hella funny, dude. Oh my I brought God. beer to school uh, as a as a kid. <laughs> <laughs>